Welcome, welcome, welcome back with another episode and a part two of last week's episode around cheating in sports. It's BG and the coach. I am the coach and with me as always is BG. BG, what's happening? What are your thoughts on the world of cheating in sports? Coach, it is great to be back for our first ever part one, part two special, if you will. Mm -hmm. Last week, for those who have already had a chance to listen to it, we got into which sport we thought would be the least likely to have a cheating scandal or be full of cheaters. Mm -hmm. I think we eventually settled on dressage. That's correct. Our loyal listeners will be happy to know we've now done a very detailed deep dive on and can speak correctly as to what dressage actually (laughs) entails. Uh, Still working on editing out my embarrassing response (laughs) last time. Is it more than dressing up horses? Because I feel like through all our research, we agreed (laughs) it's mostly about equestrian attire and then a little bit of some athletic endeavors as well. Yeah, we had started, and by we, I, I will take full blame. I had basically described dressage as dressing up a horse. To which, once we got <laughs> off air, Coach did some googling and said, "I don't even think the horse is wearing anything." So that pretty much <laughs> is cut my it is theory. just like your typical horse, yeah. like <laughs> completely unadorned. Uh, it could not look more normal. But uh, you were still very close, very close. Now, it's, I got close, and to all the dressage Olympians who have written us hate mail since that <laughs> pod landed, just know we've heard you, we are committed to doing better, uh, and we look forward to making amends by attending some dressage event in the future. But moving on, putting that, that sordid affair behind us, if you will, <laughs> we thought this week we would jump into the opposite topic and hit our listeners with what we think, which sport is most likely to be chock full of cheaters and or have a cheating scandal. And I'll put that question to you, Coach. What do you think? All right, let's start off with the most obvious option here. Is there any other answer but football? No, because I think you, we basically, let's just get the elephant out of the room. I don't think we yeah. could, humans could play the sport of football as it's played today if <laughs> everyone wasn't roiding up, right? I mean, it's just clear. Do you love how they always dance around it, meaning like the draft, which just happened? Analysts will always talk about, hey, like this guy is an athletic freak. He's <laughs> 300 pounds, but he runs faster than the fastest sprinter in the world. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Isn't it incredible? Yeah, no, it, it is amazing. Yeah. And it is incredible. Incredible in like the biblical sense. Right. Like, I can't believe what my eyes are seeing because it's not natural. Right. It, it, it's amazing how athletes these days have evolved to the point that they can do these things no 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 pharmaceuticals have evolved to the point that we're allowing these things. <laughs> speaking of the draft i remember when um i think it's tristan whiffs or Wirfs. i can't remember how to pronounce yeah. it last day yeah, but yeah, yeah. the old lineman who the bucks took a few years ago mm-hmm. and on draft night that guy is over 300 pounds easily and they showed a video of him standing in a pool and without holding on to anything he jumped out of the pool and landed on the pool deck for anyone who's ever tried that it's impossible and it's impossible Definitely impossible if you're over 300 pounds. I'm not trying to say Tristan Wirfs is on steroids. I'm just saying clearly the NFL is the answer here. Yeah, that might be the ideal example of athletes doing something that you watch it on video the first time and you think, oh, I'm pretty sure I could do that. I don't think I've tried, but I'm going to go right now and try it out. And you immediately realize it's not even close. Like if you go, go listen to right now, put this on pause, go to your nearest pool. Try to jump out of the shallowest <laughs> part of the pool onto the side. You don't even move. Like it's like yeah. you're, it was the freakiest thing I've ever seen. Even more so because I thought it looked easy at first. 
Yeah, and I don't care how athletic you think you are. Until you've tried it, you're not going to realize just how hard and impossible it is. And then 300 pounds. Yeah. Well, it, it probably says something that the NFL, I think, is the only sport where <laughs> nobody announces when there's a drug suspension what the drug was. And they essentially <laughs> allow the players to make up what it was. Because otherwise, we, the, the jig would be up and we'd all know it. So basically, everyone <laughs> just gets to say, oh, it was a diuretic uh, or Adderall. Yeah, it's always either Adderall or it's like something commonly found in food. Like, oh, I had the sushi I imported from Japan. They had put in something. It's not MSG. It's MGS. It's just uh, it's a different uh, twist on the flavoring, and um, it's a banned substance. No big deal. No biggie. It's an herbal supplement that I took. Herbal supplement, yeah. HGH. Uh, I didn't realize when I injected the needle into me that that's not typically <laughs> how herbal supplements work. I thought it was melatonin to help me sleep. Turns out it's not, uh, and now I'm jacked beyond belief. <laughs> they never know, right? They never this, know. It's always part of never, something. Like no. it's part of a huge somehow, like a smoothie that they put together. <laughs> and one of those ingredients, it's never like just a needle in the butt. Like it's just they never just were, oh, you know, it was obvious. I took it and it was a mistake. It's always something that kind of snuck in there, and then a, a kind of a trainer always gets thrown under the bus as well. Well, my favorite is there's inevitably the follow-up question from other reporters, like, oh, well, in that case, will you be appealing the suspension? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, it's on me to to think about the ingredients, and uh, I, I'll take full responsibility. Honestly, just the sheer amount of paperwork <laughs> and administrative burden that I would be putting on the NFL <laughs> makes me immediately just accept the consequences <laughs> for this. But it's a good thing we're suspending people for an entire year for betting on sports not related to football while they're yeah, at the team facility, because that's where we've got to draw the line here. That is, so a guy got, for those who don't know, a guy who bet on something not related to football, and he admitted he did it, got banned for a year. Meanwhile, there's been the most atrocious crimes all the way up through <laughs> murder that have taken place. Uh, Deshaun Watson, who we've talked a lot about on this show, who... Allegedly. Do we have to still say allegedly? Hold on. I'm not. DJ, the coach lawyer, saying yes. Okay. He's not. He is. That is a vigorous (laughs) nod of the head. Yes. Okay. Well, still have to say allegedly assaulted countless women. And yet he got a six game, 11 game ban. I think it was 11 reduced to, (laughs) I thought it was 11 reduced to six or seven. But by the way, the way the Browns structured his contract is it basically cost him $20, which was insane. A joke of all jokes. So, let me let's revert back to the main point here, which is just the unspoken freakishness of NFL athletes. If you need more proof of this, you know what the best thing to do is to go back on a little stroll down memory lane and go look at football players not even that far back. I'm talking like <laughs> 90s. Go back 30 <laughs> years and look at what most NFL players look like. You're going to see receivers who look downright skinny, like regular guys in the street. Yep. You're going to see the big guys. They're big because they're just straight up fat. Like there's right. just a huge <laughs> gut that's coming out over them. There's very little muscle or a muscle that exists is buried way under that fat. It's not like these guys today where they're fat, but they're also ripped. It, just take a look down there and be like, hmm. I wonder how, maybe it's just the evolution of mankind (laughs) over 30 years. We have really, yeah, I mean, listen, you look at my dad 30 years ago and look (laughs) at him now. He is, jack. And by the way, the fat guys were slow. They were just slow because that's what you're supposed to be when you're that big. 
and we mean glacially slow. Yeah. We mean like you would find shopping cart attendants at your local supermarket <laughs> who would beat them out. Like it's now these somehow the biggest guys are also the fastest guys. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. To your point about the pool video looking yeah. easy, look up the 40 time for the slowest offensive lineman at, at this last week's draft. And he's probably faster than anybody listening to this podcast. Yeah. Agreed. Easily. And you look at the time and you're like, oh, no, no, that's, I'm sure I could beat that. Go, go try it. You won't. Yeah. Not even close. That's what's terrifying. But again, the explanation here is just the evolution of science, nutrition, herbal. Yeah. Plus those darn herbal supplements with the, who knows what's in it. Yeah. 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 It's It's, terrible. It's really tragic. So I'm putting, I'm putting the flag in the ground for NFL. Are there any other candidates here? Not really. I, I feel like you never hear anything about hockey or basketball. Baseball did just recently have a pretty wild story with Max Scherzer, who's one of the most mm-hmm. famous and best pitchers in baseball. If you've been a loyal listener to this pod, you've heard us talk in the past about how baseball started cracking down on pitchers using sick, sticky stub- substances. What's well, a mm-hmm. tough one? Sticky tough. substances. That's yeah, Doctor Seuss stuff right there. <laughs> Whew, unique New York. Unique <laughs> New York. They were cracking down on pitchers using these substances to try and control the ball better. Baseball mm-hmm. wants offense, more offense, just like every sport. Yeah. There's a real crackdown on using it. Recently, Max Scherzer, one of the best pitchers, was caught with some kind of stickiness on his hands. He got warned a couple different times. Every time they checked him, his hand's still sticky. He eventually got banned for 10 games. I bring this up only because one of my favorite quotes of all this was, he came out full-throated denial, swore on his children he didn't do anything wrong. And the umps came out and said, his hands were the stickiest hands they had ever felt. (laughs) And I think one ump said, when we went to check his hands, our fingers got stuck to his hands and we couldn't remove them without force. So I guess maybe by default, when things like that are happening, baseball's got to be the number two. Obviously, there was also the sign-stealing scandal with the Astros. And I feel like there have been things, obviously, steroid problem was a huge thing in baseball. So I feel like, by default, if someone's got hands so sticky that other people's <laughs> hands are sticking to them, like something on a Little Giants, I feel like that's got to be default number two. Great Little Giants reference right off the bat. And I will Had tell to get you, that in there. <laughs> if I was the umpire, because he took a lot of heat for this, right? The ump yeah. did. If I was the umpire, what I would have done is once I made contact with Max Scherzer's hands, I would have lifted my hand up <laughs> to show everyone universally what's going on here. That was his big mistake. If it's that sticky that he can involuntarily make Max Scherzer's arm go up as he lifts his arm, we would all be like, yep, that dude's cheating. Yeah. So I've actually given this more thought than a rational human probably should. Mm-hmm. I wonder if his, because obviously that's the smart play, right? You don't have to have this battle in the media. It's clear to everyone that your hand is stuck. But do you think maybe he was just really grossed out? Like, why Why can't my hand get unstuck from yours? This is disgusting. Like, what are you using here? Like, I feel like he may have just had a freak out. That's true. Yeah, I'm, moment. no doubt. I mean, I guess I'm trying to say I'm in the umpire's corner here. I think he absolutely probably had a freak out. And in his mind, there's only one thought going through his mind and one motivation. I want to detach from this other guy. <laughs> That's it. And, and wash my hands <laughs> and douse them in Purell as fast as humanly possible. Because also, if Max Scherzer is telling the truth and he's like, I wasn't using anything, I don't know what kind of weird mutant sweat Max Scherzer has, but I would never check his hands again. <laughs> you know it's almost the... like it's more embarrassing if he's telling the truth. Yeah, that's I I'll tell you who the big winner is from this story <laughs> are the, the 
the people from 2020, the beginning of the pandemic, who bought entire storage units worth of Purell <laughs> and hand sanitizer and then couldn't sell it yes. by like mid late 2020, they've been sitting on that and just been waiting for someone at that same level of desperation <laughs> for hand sanitizer. And they just got their customer. They waited, they played the long game, they got it. The Umpires Association for Major League Baseball just put in the largest bulk order of Purell <laughs> you've ever seen in your life. Also, scientists maybe should study Max Scherzer's sweat if he is telling the truth. Those yeah. are my main takeaways from today. Yeah, it's a lose-lose for Scherzer. I mean, either yeah. he's a cheater <laughs> or baseball should be the absolute least of his concerns right now. Yeah, now, let me let me throw... see a doctor. <laughs> he needs to stop worrying about being called out by the umpires. In fact, this there used to be there's a story of which I remember so few details. I can't remember which sport it was, but there was a coach, I think it must have been hockey, who a fan saw through the yeah. glass that there was a growth on the back of his neck or back or something like that they saw, and they somehow got in contact, and they were like, you need to get that checked out. Yeah. They might have been a she dermatologist. wrote a sign and put yeah. it up against the, the board. That's right. And it turned out to be actually, I don't know if it was life-saving, but it was right up there. Like there was, It was an actually a issue. I guess that what I'm trying to say here is that it's that ump is the fan in this case with the, the sign. Yeah. <laughs> God knows what kind of medical condition Max Scherzer might have. He should think, should thank these umps. BG and the coach verdict, umpire yeah. is a hero. Yeah. <laughs> Not very often we're <laughs> siding with referees or umpires, but I think this is a clear win here. We're with the zebras on this one. Yeah. Now, let me throw one curveball, dare I say, as to who the number two slot is for most sport most likely to have cheaters. You mentioned hockey before, and when you said it, immediately my mind was like, yeah, but no point in discussing hockey. But I got to say hockey has never made sense to me in terms of, like, listen, I understand you can be a great skater, but how do you be a great skater when you've got 200-plus pounders all flying around you <laughs> and you're going the speed of lightning and turning on a dime and everyone it's a sport where every player has knives attached to the bottom of their shoes <laughs> like how are they so graceful don't tell me there isn't a ton of cheating going on in terms of what they're taking to be able to perform out there well and i guess further to your point i never really thought about this we all praise hockey guys toughness and it is mm-hmm. kind of crazy to think because every year you get to the playoffs and it's clear someone on your favorite hockey team is hurting. And they'll ask him about it game after game and he'll be like, oh, no, just an upper body thing. I think, you know, maybe a bruise. Uh, that's probably stinger. I think I got a paper cut. The old stinger. Yeah, <laughs> stinger. <laughs> and then the playoffs end and they're like, oh, yeah, Joe, uh, Joe Smith, he had 16 broken ribs. He's been skating on those uh, since it started. I'm like, bro. I was like, I bruised my ribs once, and I don't think I walked for a month. How are these guys playing hockey with broken ribs? Yeah, yeah. You, you may have just cracked open a scandal, Coach. Yeah, I've been thinking about this a bunch in the past 30 seconds to minute and a half, and I feel like hockey is a <laughs> New sneaky candidate. New research record for BG and the coach. <laughs> <laughs> hockey is that sneaky candidate for they've got such this, this tough guy rep that you mention. But if you dig a little bit into it, wait a second. How is yeah. any of this physically possible? <laughs> Although, I will say, I don't think steroids help with losing teeth. And they seem to bounce back from that pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, I don't so think it's just steroids. they may just be steroids. inhumanly tough. 
I th- I think it's like I don't know what kind of painkillers are out on the market, but to your <laughs> example, right? Like they got to do something that allows you to not recall that you have a broken leg and still be able to drag said broken leg across <laughs> a sheet of ice with a knife under your foot. Yeah. Gracefully. Gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> so hockey also, is I don't my know scene. anyone who's ever skated backwards in real life who wasn't a hockey player, so I feel like that's probably steroid related also. Yeah, can that's you, why. Can you, can you skate backwards gracefully? No, well, I can't skate gracefully at all. In fact, Mrs. Coach knows that when we skate, I I walk skate. <laughs> so I'm that guy. I'm not clutching the sides of the rink. Fortunately, I graduated okay, from that's, that. Yeah, that's fine. That's bottom. That's like Bunny Hill. That's bottom of the barrel. I am the next level up, which is I will get around, but can only do so by completely leaving contact <laughs> with the ice. One step at a time. That's hey, how that's I skate. Skating. That's skating. Coach, you, you skatewalk loud and proud. It takes so long <laughs> to do one lap around the rink. That's it. Like, that's, we'll go out and be like, all right, let's do an hour, maybe hour and a half. It'll take me the full duration to get around just one time. I can't express to you how many times I'm lapped. Do you, do you hold hands with Mrs. Coach and does she skatewalk also or is she silently frustrated? Holding hands takes place for four seconds. Four okay. seconds, and I do it when there's no walking taking place. Minimize the risk, and yeah. then I don't see her the rest of the time. That's Smart. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to play it. Yep. Yeah, I like that. So, uh, to me, you can understand how I see the entire sport is just riddled with all sorts of performance-enhancing drugs, because otherwise I can't imagine how anyone else is doing anything more than ice walking. Can I go off on a wild tangent and just tell you my all-time favorite story of someone ice skating? Beachy's got a friend back home who was, I would even call a graceful skater, but like so many of us, didn't know how to stop. And I'm not saying like, didn't know how to hockey stop, because again, I don't know anyone who doesn't play hockey who can actually do a hockey stop. Just like, could not stop unless he was crashing into the boards. Penny Wu of the Mighty Ducks? Is that who you're describing? (laughs) He was the Kenny Wu before Kenny (laughs) Wu, if you will. Yeah, but, but also couldn't skate. Just like figure skater, beautiful, <laughs> graceful Kenny Wu. Great. If you told me we were going to have a Little Giants and a Kenny Wu reference, I would have just packed my bags and ended it. Yeah. All-timer. He, he was once skating around the rink, and he had really started picking up steam, so he was going pretty fast. And as he made one additional lap, he noticed a small, maybe five-year-old child get onto the rink from the boards and skate directly into his path. Well, he was going too fast to go left or right, and he certainly couldn't stop. This friend of mine, who's at least 6'4", had no other choice but to pick up said child so no. he didn't come over and <laughs> skate with him around the ring <laughs> until security intervened because parents thought their child was being kidnapped by some giant freak of a skating man. Oh. You know what's so sad is lost in all the criminal charges that no doubt followed. That's an incredibly athletic move. That's, well, uh, that's amazing. He, he should have been tested for roids, I think. <laughs> just, that is, to, I mean, first off, to have the wherewithal to even see that as an option is incredible. <laughs> and then to be able to execute it and maintain balance. Get the full Lion King Simba held out. Yeah, it's 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 pretty. I don't even know what I would have done that. I think I just would have bowled him over. 
<laughs> I don't know if I would have had a choice. I don't think I would have thought to pick him up. Yeah, that's it. My two options would be bowl him over or somehow like fling my body out of the way and destroy <laughs> myself, but leave the child unharmed. Um, obviously, I would have taken option one. But to to think of that option three and then successfully pull it off, I mean, he should have been, when security grabbed him, it should have been with a pat on the back. Yeah, I feel like when he gets out of jail, we should give him a yep. medal. Yeah, maybe have him on. First guest to be yeah, the coach. Yeah, that's Get nice. his perspective on prison. It. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah, all right, perfect. Well, let me tell you, coach, what's not nearly as crazy as picking up a small child while you're skating around the rink, and that's listening to your favorite podcast at BG and the Coach. It's crazy, but it's not nearly as crazy. And if you want to keep listening, including a part one of our cheating oh, yeah. episodes, you can find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter at BG and the coach. Let us know what you would do if you were about to barrel into a small child while ice skating. And until then, enjoy a cold, cold, cold scoop of the greetings.